Introducing Kaleidogos, a podcast about two immature best friends who run a few businesses together and live for the Goss and the Margies. Join us as we goss about our lives, our work, and our friends anonymously. Yeah, so he calls me, he says, mate, just letting you know this guy's going to call you, you're going to recognise the name, it's pretty heavy, I'm sorry. So I'm like, fuck, who's going to call me? Why can't you tell me now? So I get this phone call and I'm not going to say the name, but it's probably Australia's biggest crime family. Okay. And, Love that. And, Lovely. Know my address, and, my full name. Oh, this is where it got really sketch, Oh, no. Right? He goes, Marshall, he goes, such and such said you're a good bloke. He goes, tell me the full story. Don't fucking lie to me. Today we have our third, fourth guest on the podcast, Marshall Keane. Yeah, celebrity I was like, one, builder. two, three, four. Yeah, number four, celebrity builder. I know him because my brother worked for him for years and he's got some wild Crazy stories, stories to tell. Cancer survivor. Cancer COVID survivor. survivor. COVID survivor. Bankrupt survivor. Yeah, pretty... Divorce survivor. Oh, yeah. God, we go through like the whole shabam with him. Like if you love like a bit of goss and like about someone's life, this is like the ultimate thrown in with some great life lessons and some fucking like amazing stories totally when you think you get to the bottom of his story there's another story to tell. just it's kept crazy. me bloody on the edge of my seat stephanie yeah it just goes to show you really can make a comeback multiple times with these stories he yeah. tells yeah, yeah. 100%. he's literally started over a few times and i'd like to call it making Lemonade out of lemons. (laughs) You love this quote. Yeah. I'm going to say, like, making a terrible situation good. So, yeah, it's hilarious. No, it's a great episode. Great app. Great app. How was your week? What happened? Week was good. Week's gone quick. Actually, I felt a bit sick this week. I was laughing to Steph saying that, like, we got out of lockdown last week. So... Um, obviously we were whining and dining and it has been like four months. And so I was like, I don't think my body can take going out in restaurants, but I actually got my period. So. Yeah. We went to Toddy's for Ruby's birthday on Monday and I got back going, never felt better, ordered Indian that night. And then Ella was like, I don't feel good. I think I'm um, going to shit myself. I, and I was like, I didn't say those words. I've never actually done that either. Even I talk about it a lot and like shitting, but I've actually never done that. Just FYI. Sorry. She <laughs> went to the bathroom and was like, I went to the bathroom and told her, please don't let anyone in here because it's pretty fucking awkward when you have a bout of like bad stomach in the office and there's only two cubicles and there's a few girls downstairs so yeah i had um i'm telling you it's the vodka pasta it's a creamy no but i had it before i had tummy aches before Um, i think it was from having a big weekend too like obviously and a mix of if you have a bit of ibs sometimes a big weekend big weekend and i got my fucking period as eddie always laughs he's like mate this is the same thing every month you come up with some weird fucking sickness you have and it's always your period it's a side effect she claimed she was very sick so yeah that was my week just figuring out what weird sickness i had anyway how about you steph um my week was good Nothing to report. Loved lunch on Monday. It was yep, beautiful. That was great getting back family. to Toddy. It was so nice going to a restaurant. Um, we've got a big shoot on tomorrow, which is exciting. Um, kind of feels like we're getting back to normal, like doing 100%. weird normal. 100%. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, nothing really to report. Okay. This well, week. okay. On that note, let's we'll buckle in and get ready yeah, to get hear ready the for a real juicy, hear the real juicy story. I was like, hear the real juicy, hear the real <laughs> juicy side of uh, yeah, life. of laugh. <laughs> Okay, welcome, Built by MK, Marshall Keane. It's, it's a pleasure to be here. We're very excited to have you on the potty for Ep 10. Ep 10, yeah, you were looking at me and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember, I think. Episode 10, double digits. I know, we're killing it. You oh, are welcome. killing it. Do you like the number 10? I love it, 10 out of 10. It's yeah. perfect. Yeah. Um, okay, so guys, first question, Marshall, for you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. What you do, who you are. <laughs> Tell the colliders. Tell Come the on. colliders. <laughs> okay, Marshall, Marshall Keane. I'm, uh, I'm a builder here in Sydney. We do architectural bespoke building. Um, yeah, I've sort of been in Sydney for five years. Um, pretty active guy. Love, uh, love my sports, love watching it, love playing it. Um, and I enjoy having a good time. <laughs> That's a great little bio <laughs> that you just did. That. I loved that. <laughs> so good. Um, so let's start back in the day with baby Marshall on the GC. you got a bit of a story to tell. Brought up on the Gold Coast, divorced parents, um, lived on the northern end. Mm-hmm. So we grew up, my brother and I, uh, we were very close. We would just grow up fishing and, and, yep. and crabbing stuff. Yep. So we had a boat. Um, and we would just go up the creeks. We want to go oh. surfing. We'd go to Stradbroke Island. So Amazing. Our mode of transport from like when I was a teenager, I wanted to go somewhere. We just dumped in the tinny. That is so fun. Um, um, amazing. Like if I reflect back, especially now in Sydney, thinking about that, it's amazing. Amazing. Um, was always was always um, sort of uh, a sportsman. Yeah. Um, or an athlete. I don't know if that's politically correct. Sports Surfer. Person. Surfer, yeah, yeah. surfer. Put it everything, would you say? I reckon. So, oh, look, <laughs> I was beaten by the sun. I was on a, I was on a scholarship to go to the TSS. So my mum was the like the the breadwinner, I guess, mm-hmm. of the the family. So yeah, had had an awesome upbringing, but played sport at school. Um, mm-hmm. Left school was supposed to join the army i got the ad for scholarship really yeah mm. um then was always told like oh you do well marshall you'll be fine you'll be fine with all my, my grades and I, I actually wasn't an idiot but i i think i got an a two b's and a c pretty or three good. C, whatever it was pretty good but i got a pretty horrendous o, it's called op score in queensland like the hsc like the hsc yeah. so it's overall position and it didn't allow me to get into the Australian Defence Force Academy. Really? What no. is it really high there? No, I just, I, I just Oh, you didn't. really fucked it? <laughs> yeah, I really cooked it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was kind of my out and my brother had done it. So uh, I booked a trip to Bali. Mum was like... The was best like, option you can do. The best option. Because I, had, I, had, I had no uni options because yeah. I was like, I'm so supposed to go there. Is. Um, so yeah, booked this trip and then mum sort of cracked it and um, said, why don't you go away with one of your nice friends like Dougal? And I remember that <laughs> Dougal was a country boy. Such um, a nice We know a name. country Dougal yeah. as yeah. well. We do. Yeah. He Dougal. sounds like a good boy. He's a good man. He's a good man, Dougal. Um, so yeah, I was like, oh, I wonder if he's still going to Canada. So there was this, the, the school that I went to was in a, a it was called the Round Square, which is like building. So yeah. they, they would give students would go on exchange and then the old boys that had finished would go and be boarding masters for a year and uh, a gap yeah, year yeah so this school had been knocked out of tier one rugby division and they'd never it was the most expensive school in canada so they were pretty rattled yeah they'd been knocked out 
So they said to my school, can we have two rugby players? And TSS said, well, you can't have two 16A players because they've finished. You can't have two first 15 players because they're our bread and butter. But you can have two old boys. <laughs> so so I literally graduated Last in and December. Only option. <laughs> yeah. And I got on a plane, flew to Canada with my school uniform that I hadn't thrown away and went back to co-ed boarding school. How so you like did you 12 again? I did grade 12 again, got a 100% <laughs> average report card nice sent home one. to mum. Yeah, it was fantastic. You just did it again. That's like, yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was awesome. Okay, so post school is, I mean, post year 12, take two, Marshall. Post year 12, take two. I, I trekked through Alaska for a month and a half. Jesus. Um, you just gave that book. Looking <laughs> yeah. for Alaska or whatever. I yeah, looking, we're talking, for looking for Alaska. Yeah. It, it was awesome. I was actually, that, that the movie Into the Wild. Um, oh, so I was it's like out that. there. I was out in that area. So I, I did it for a month and a half. Hitchhiked from the Arctic Circle. Jesus, by Peninsula, yourself? By myself. Got hypothermia, nearly died. Oh, on my one of the God. Camp trips. What, just crazy. because you were like walking, hiking? Hiking, I was out hiking by myself. By yourself as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah. Grizzly bears. And did you hallucinate? Uh, yeah, what happens when you nearly. That one, I got die. hypothermia. So yeah. I, yeah, it was pretty wild. I, 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 I just, it, basically, bad weather came in and it, it started snowing and raining all the way around me. So I couldn't navigate off the, the, the high points of the yeah. peaks. And I just went up the wrong, the wrong creek line and went so far. And I realised I was so far, but I couldn't navigate. Yeah. But I started like overcorrecting. Yeah. And then just was completely drenched. You have to do these glacier crossovers over What the were you on, like big ski things? No, no. So you're walking, but they're, they're oh, right. so it's okay. flowing water. So you're walking through it. So when you, you you take your shoes off, if you're trying to stay dry, but I got to the point, I just couldn't stay dry. So what did so you do? Through. I just powered back to where the road was. But then I, I ended up taking photos and stuff of myself. Because I didn't, I, didn't could, know. I literally couldn't figure out where I was. So were you that disorientated by then? Yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> how did you pass out? Yeah, I have how so did you questions. get saved? I just, I, fortunately, I went like 10 k's the wrong direction yeah. and then crossed back. But I hadn't gone to the end of the road. I thought I'd gone past where I'd find the road. Um, and I just managed to, there was buses that go out. It's like a four-hour drive out to Denali National Park. And I made it just before I got around Wonder Lake, which is the end of the road. Far out. And they, did they pick you up and take you to hospital? They picked me up, put me on top of the heater in the back of the bus, then stopped me at a place called the Olsen Visitor Centre and cooked me, <laughs> cooked me a Sounds meal. Sounds great. <laughs> it was pretty wild. Um, was the feeling of getting heat after that long like a, a strange feeling or like a comforting feeling? Oh, comfort, yeah. yeah pure Straight comfort. away. And pure then your comfort. body... Like yeah, regulate. I, I, I came pretty quick. I you mean, came I was, I was okay. So you get back from Alaska. Get back from Alaska, and then I was going to England. Yeah. Um, to catch up with some mates over there and maybe play some rugby. Yeah. So I went over to England and um, and had a connection to play footy for I think it was Richmond. Yeah. So I knew the coach. Big. Yeah. Called the called the coach Dan Massey. His name was, and Dan Massey had a son called Dan Massey. <laughs> so I know. I called him, I spoke to him, and he told me that I wasn't good enough. So I, I was like, Harsh okay. words. Well, really harsh. <laughs> really harsh. You know? and I was cocky and little shit. So <laughs> yeah. I, um, I went to the news agency and bought Rugby World magazine to see who the best club in England was. Oh my God. And it was the Wasps at the time. <laughs> so I called the Wasps and told them who I was. And I had a, I had a, a right of a bow, which is like a passport. So not an international player. Oh. So they said, yeah, come down and play. So I went and, went and played and got... So signed up and ended up playing a season over there for the Wasps. Wow. So. Oh, gosh, amazing, Marshall. You're just a go-getter. So you are, though, it's I good. feel. Right, right place, right time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you stayed there for a year. Stayed there for a year. 
played some footy with some really good people. Played Cambridge, Oxford University. Oh, wow. Like the big ones. Yeah. yeah. It, was it was really cool. Did and you get lots of chicks doing that? <laughs> nah, nah. Oh, no, nah. 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 <laughs> nah. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> nah, 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 that's actually legitimate. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that would be like the best card, like being over there and yeah. being an Aussie and playing, you know, they're not, elite they're not sport. So fond of the Aussies. And I really? Mean, I, I thought would, they were. Uh, like I was playing with like the England captain at the time was he was he was in the ones. I wasn't playing first grade. Yeah. But you know, you like Loris the Lalio's there. They're not going to look at little Marshall Kane. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty far down the pecking order. Would you hang out with all the boys though from the club? Is that who you made friends with? Um, really? Look, the older guys, a few times. Yeah, um, but mainly the young guys. Yeah, so, so which I, would I, be more fun. It was great fun. I live with I live with a bunch of guys that ended up being capped for England and were, were incredible guys, but um, well, incredible blokes and incredible rugby players. So yeah, good experience. How fun. Oh, okay, right. then, then what? Then where? You, <laughs> then, you then, come home or where do you yeah. go next? Yeah, no, then, I, then I came home and I... Back to um, the Goldie. Back to the Goldie, played a bit of footy back at home, was a little bit lost career-wise. How really. old are you by now? I was still really young. Yeah. I was um, 20. And then one day I just decided I wanted to be a builder. Um, Is your dad a builder? Dad's a builder as well. Yeah. Did my apprenticeship under a really good builder. Yeah. Finish that up and then I go out on my own and I, I got, um, I, I was very fortunate, I, I got an opportunity to become a project manager on a, on a job and I'd been to uni for a long time but I hadn't, didn't have a degree but I had my apprenticeship as well and I'd done my builder's licence. So I got this job so I was managing a 400 home development site. Wow. Um, wow. Which is great and it was kind of it was a weird one because I got this role as project manager and it was a very... Like the title says a lot more than what my sort of role kind of was, <laughs> because then there was a construction manager who was like a genius who had <laughs> built up Clarendon Homes. And okay, so you're in building, you go out on your own, you're managing those homes. Yeah. Where, where does the ex-wife come into this lovely oh, story? Oh, the ex. The, the, you the, were the, stinging too. No, no, no. That's it. Yeah, yeah. No, there's, 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 a bit, there's a bit of dirt on that. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So I'd gone on my own. I, I missed one little detail. Go. My first, and this is kind of. This I don't know whether it puts me in a good picture or not. My first business, as in addition to the project management, was a decking business, and it was called Big Decks. <laughs> big sl- dudes. That's like it was because everyone wants a big deck. <laughs> that's why you're so good at decks. Yeah, yeah that's Because you were saying it downstairs, and you've taught Guy. Guy is Steph's brother. is great at decks, but it, yeah. he was taught by Marshall. And yeah. yep, now we've got to the bottom of it. Now that's we it. know. That's fair. That's I don't know. Big decks would fly in Sydney. No, well, I had to change the name. But I remember I had this singlet that I used to get around with, um, and it was they'd call me if you want a big deck. <laughs> I actually <laughs> love that, Marshall. Me too. <laughs> Do you still have these singlets? I've got. I've got a couple. I'm. Sure I think I'm you've got to pull sure. them out and buy them. Let's I'll, just rock I'll, it. I'll, we might. Yeah, we'll rock some big yeah, decks. We'll rock some big decks merch. Yes. Yeah. Too. I love that. <laughs> Did that business go well? Yeah, it was flying. It was going, going great. It was going, going, going really good. Um, but yeah, that, it just it, we just merged it, it in anyway. Yeah. Two buildings, yeah, whatever. It, it did, and then, then it kind of merged back. It was a bit, little bit 
unprofessional than that. So we got <laughs> we went we went to Keenstruct and that. We was don't like, want to cut yourself coming. off just for decks, you know. <clears throat> no, that's it. No, yeah, it's yeah, not all about yeah, decks. It's not all about decks. Sure. <laughs> not all about a big deck. <laughs> no, it's not all. It's not all about decks. It People be, do love decks. It doesn't have to be that big. <laughs> <laughs> Small, medium, large. Yep. Oh God. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Um, yes. So, so yes. the juicy part. Yeah, this is the real part of the story All I'm right. vibing. The juicy part. So, um, yeah, I got, again, Goldie, got married, 28. 28? 28. Wow. 28. How long were you dating before? Yeah, how um, did you meet this girl? We need the goss. It was a kind of, an, it was a nice, like, love story, really. Like, I was out one night and I just saw this girl and I was like, Wow. Ten out of ten. Um, yeah, um, and I, I'm, I'm a lot shyer than what I think most people sort of think. So really, yeah. yeah. Um, and, <laughs> Can't and, say that. And I'm I, pretty sure we filmed like a video of you like picking up yeah, chicks for that. That's acting. That's acting. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, so I, I saw her and I, I kind of didn't have the courage really to talk to her and, and then I went up to go to the bathroom and I was at a bar called Altos. I went to go to the bathroom and I bumped into her and I was like, oh, oh, hey, how you going? She was like, good. And she's like, you're coming back. And I was like, yeah, I am. So I went to the bathroom, came back, she was gone. <sighs> and I was rattled. Night done. So I woke up the You next were day. shook. I was, I was fucking pissed off at myself. Mm. I was like, fuck, I let it go, you know. So then I, um, the next day I was, I was at home and I was, I was with my mate Jace and he was, he was giving it to me. He's like, mate, yeah, fucking pussy, Come on, mate. Like, you can't, you've got to capitalize on this kind yeah, of Yeah, but what to do now, though? I, don't well, know. I know, I'm like, I have no idea who she is. So, we're going to a, we're going to a birthday that night. Um, so, we go to the birthday, and I walk in, and there's this girl. She's she's walked in with there. one of my other friends. She's at the there. birthday. She's at the birthday. That is fate. Fate. So, I was yeah. like, but not wow. really. But not, yeah, but no, but not like, again. I wish I'd weird. never met her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so we got to the punchline. The right, end. The end. <laughs> um, no, so anyway, so long story short, we, we met, ended up starting dating. Um, it was all great. For a year, proposed. After a year, After you proposed? Yep. You know. God, you're, yeah. You're, yeah, you're quick. But is yeah. that a very Gold Coast thing to do? I think it is. And look, yeah, I, I think like it's like another country. Yeah. Yes. Oh, we yeah. don't do that in Sydney. No. No, no, Sydney no, people well, do that. No, no, Sydney people do that. Ella got engaged after 10, 10. years. Yeah. I've, yeah, that's maybe, yeah. Don't rub it in. <laughs> <laughs> I have to be sure. Yeah, I thought I was. 10 years. I uh, thought I was. Yeah, no, I wasn't. I thought I was sure. I certainly wasn't. Yeah. Um, yeah, so got married. The wedding night was a disaster. Oh, so it was already bad on the wedding oh, night. Oh, wedding night. Horrendous. Oh, this is bringing back some horrible memories. Take um, a sip. <laughs> Yeah, drink up. Take a shot. Um, Yeah, so look, before the wedding, I guess if I can give anyone advice, if you're going to get married, if there's that voice in your head or if people are telling you don't do it or fucking listen. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I kind of knew, but at the same time, I thought it was too late. How many people were telling you not to do it? 
Well, this is a doozy, right? <laughs> so it was at, we got married at Byron on the beach. Yeah, very nice. Um, and it was Romantic. at Wadigo's, Little, little Wadigo's. My favourite. Yeah. Which is the further one yes. around though, right? Yeah. So now the tide waits for, for no man, yes. right? The tide is the tide. When it's low tide, it's low tide. <laughs> no fucking The around. tide did not go out. And she had to walk around the beach, that? right? So the only way to get is that bush track. So I'm like 80 eight-year-old grandfather he did climb up oh the hill and down oh my god no right. and this is like a fucked up track oh yeah yeah it's heavy yeah. It's I don't hard. think I've ever been there you oh. would have done the walk up to the light you could the light down. oh yeah okay yeah, yeah. alright so anyway so the tide's just not going out <laughs> And you're waiting. It's dramatic, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like God telling yeah, you, God don't t- God do t- it. So then my brother, he's my best man. So she finally gets finally gets around. There's like a little break in the, the swell. She comes around the, the rocks. She's like five metres away from me. And my brother grabs me on the shoulder and he goes, bro, it's not too late. <gasps> Your brother My brother. Said she that. is there. Looking at you Looking in at the me. Eye. And I was pissed off at the time. Like, fuck oh, off. Fuck yeah. Off. Like, you can't do Worst that. Worst time. You know? Did your parents like her or they didn't, they refrained yeah. from saying? Like, my mum likes everybody. Yeah. Like, and dad, dad's cool. Auntie Can I cool. just ask though, what were the signs before? Like, I'm confused. Like, why? I couldn't see. You it. didn't know. I didn't, I couldn't see. It. Like, we had been arguing up until the wedding and I was starting to get this vibe, like, very argumentative very like a bit of a power struggle mm. as well um she wasn't working i was the sole bread winner yeah um she was then going to uni and stuff and, and I, I didn't have a problem with that that was fine but i think it was more just a competitive thing for, for but again i can't well competitive with you <clears throat> i think so and there was a few other things she'd been in an accident and yeah hurt herself so and she was it, in a weird place she was in you? a weird place yeah. and look i don't even really blame her for that like maybe yeah. i'm too forgiving or whatever but it was yeah she was just wasn't really happy and um, your brother was seeing all this seeing, kind of unfold yeah. over time was she yeah. demanding about what she wanted for the wedding and all of that or not really oh, no not really she was pretty easy in that regard but my the, the exact quote that my brother said to my mum was She's a cat that hasn't shown her claws yet. Oh, evil. That's a real. That's scary. Which in the end, and we'll get to it. Yes. Oh, she showed claws. Wow. Okay, so you get married. So we get married. We're at the the reception, whatever, and uh, it's at the Byron Surf Club. Yeah. It was, was, it's it's great there because you can have like, you can have it all catered. So we had this amazing caterer come through. Anyway, then she was... Like, I don't know whether I, I mean, maybe I'm a pisshead, I don't know. But oh, she was like, you can't drink too much, you can't drink too much, you can't party, you can't party. What, at your own wedding at or own this wedding, is after? Yeah, oh, you're see, that's a And you've got to leave, you've got to leave at this time. Jesus. So we went back, we had one of those really, I think it's called Tide Mark. It's one of the really beautiful places on oh, Water Goes exactly there. where you're talking about, yep. Had the, like the, the top nice. floor epic apartment. I remember we got back and I remember she said, she goes, oh, yeah. She goes, oh, well, I suppose we should have sex because it's our wedding night. Oh, wow. And I was like, that is the way. Because I just got dragged <laughs> out of my reception. You know? And I was like, oh, okay, that's romantic. Yeah. Um, and she that's goes, not good. She goes, oh, and yeah, I didn't have time to get a bikini wax either. So, oh, my sorry God. Sorry about that. I was just like, Wow. wow this like, is my life now this is like and it wasn't about that it <laughs> was just about, about the it was whole just about the as well fuck you marshall yeah. almost and why I'm, did I'm, she what i don't know i don't know still to this day don't you've never like, asked her well, i don't want to talk no, to her anymore, no no but yes yeah, so anyway so then the the, the the where that goes on and then it's that things start to you know fall any apart. happy moments after the wedding 
that you're kind of like, oh, it's all good. Oh, look, I, I think it, all the bad ones have merged. Yeah. Across. You always remember the bad. Always. Yeah, well. yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. But like, you know, there was, I guess there was, there was times, there, for, for sure. I mean, she wasn't a bad person. I think she was just troubled or whatever. And maybe, you know what? I was a different person too. It was a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. So she, I'm sure if you ask her the same question, I'm a dickhead. Yeah. There's no doubt. Like, there's no, I found the same, the yeah. Same storyline. Um, but yeah, so we get married. I was doing pretty well as a young builder on the Gold Coast and, um, but I was copying the, and this is, I think, probably if there's a serious side to this, it's that often guys aren't as strong as what they appear. Mm. You know? And there's this, I think there's a real thing with males and females that blokes like, particularly I'm a builder, I'm a footy player. Yeah. I'm not that tough when I it comes can, to yeah. the emotional, emotional side of things. Yeah. It destroys me. And a lot of blokes are the same. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I agree. When it comes to that role play it's really hard like mm. as a guy so you know you, you battle on you do that there was lots of like verbal insults and i mean hey i sprayed my fair share as yeah. well so so i'm certainly not innocent i mean you're trying to cop it and be like okay and then trying like to fix the problem like you were generally trying Always. like yeah i'm a builder That's yeah i fix things <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i think when you're having troubles your first reaction is like not to throw in the towel like everyone goes through not shit when you're in their married relationship. as well yeah, yeah. yeah. You're like, you know, Fuck. and my parents are split up and i kind of was like you know i don't want oh, that i don't want that i've made yeah. a commitment yeah. i've said those words i'm yeah. gonna i'm gonna do Dying. the right gonna do it. Here. yeah you know till death do us part um so then yeah then it just got it got really toxic and it just got because like you were going out and stuff like that and doing your own thing without her like did it turn into you living living separate lives kind of yeah yeah, i think so i think so and and then i think i mean i've got a bunch of mates up on the gold coast that you know like to have a bit of fun Hmm. um like everyone i guess yeah you know, I'm quite honest, and then sometimes my honesty wasn't received as well yeah. as it should have been. Yeah. And certainly not from doing anything like bad, or I'd never play up or anything like no. that. But it was, um, you know, she didn't like some of the associations. So it fractured. But in between time, I'd, I'd had, had a house that I'd bought for myself. I had. Yeah, this is the juicy goss. That we'd bought together. She'd mm-hmm. had some money from a, from a, um, from a, the accident she'd had. So anyway, so we bought this house, and then it starts falling apart. And then I just couldn't do it anymore. I was miserable. So you called it? So I've called it. And then it just got nasty. How was that when you called it? Oh, Can you remember it's still pretty. really clear? I did it in a counsellor's office, actually. Oh, wow. Mm. So you were going to, like... Going to a counsellor. Yeah. And it was, it was pretty hostile. It was pretty, pretty horrible. So you had you tra- discussed yeah. with the counsellor that you were going to call it? I had. I discussed with the counsellor because I didn't know what to do. And I kept on trying to give it another shot and blah, blah, blah. And... And she said, look, I think you should probably do it in here. Um, oh, so she was, like, yeah, supporting she, you on the decision. Can I support- ask a side note question because I'm really mm. interested in couples counsellors? Do they sometimes recommend, like, you guys are not meant to be together? In, yeah, interestingly enough, after the fact and this all happened, there was a very off-the-record and it's certainly Combo. conversation that was – I'm sure she had exactly the same conversation with her – but the conversation was, you should never be together. Mm. So, <laughs> get out of yeah, this relationship like now. Right. So, this is the person that's been counseling it. You should never be together. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, there's issues. Yeah. So, yeah. So, the divorce thing starts and blah, blah, blah. And, I, and I, I'm thinking, I, you know, I'm not prepared. I'm not prepared for this. I'm going to go in honestly. So, I go into her solicitor's office. I'm trying to, I'm trying to do it like nicely. Yeah. yeah. So, I offered her one of the houses. 
that was finished. It was like livable, it was fine. I offered her a car, I offered her cash. He said, you know, do that. She goes, nah, double it. Did she have a job at this point? Ah, uh, she was working at this she stage. She went yeah, back yeah, to work. At this work. stage she was, she was working. And um, I was like, I can't. She goes, you're a builder, you'll be fine. <laughs> and I was like, wow, all right. So then, then it started. So I went to see the solicitor by myself because yeah. again so trusting like this is gonna took in all of my paperwork everything in there chatting chatting away um the guy was a bit bewildered about the fact that i was in there by myself unrepresented and he's asking me all these questions i'm being truthful answering everything and eventually at the end i just said mate just out of interest when did this all start like when did she start coming to yeah see like you? getting all mm. her Eggs in her own. And it, he wasn't supposed to tell me, and I'm sure he'd deny it if ever he did, but it was a very off-the-cuff comment. Okay. He kind of flicked open the thing and he was like, oh. I can't remember, it was like February or something. It was like a month before I'd actually left her. So she had already set up, even though, so she knew it was coming. Yeah. So like, maybe side note, she had, I keep saying side note, Same. I need to stop, had like talked to the counsellor and they had said prior to I, her? No, I Do you reckon it. or no? You didn't have that no, weird feeling? No, it was just... it just. She was, knew it was coming. She knew it was coming. So, so anyway, then, then, then the world... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well played. Yeah, nice. Um, then it just got nasty. So... What yeah. did you do when you found that out? Like straight away, what was your first Were reaction? Were you like, I'm, getting, I'm lawyering up? Or like, oh, I'm going to ring her and scream at her? Like, still, what did you do? I was still trusting. I was like, you know, you can work this out. And unfortunately, I hear this all the time where people think that that they can be resolved. Unfortunately for me, I had a business that I was running. Yeah. I had a house you that was nearly well. finished that yeah. she was associated with. And I was busy. I, I, the, 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 the property market was tanking hard. Yeah. Um, the, I was lost money on a bunch of jobs. So um, all my, my net worth was just obliterated overnight. Dwindling. Wow. Dwindling. So you yeah. didn't like you found out pretty quickly that you could not get that back and she'd won that. Well, like what no, she'd so gone I, for? So I, yeah. No, no, no. So she didn't get anything at that stage. She, okay. I, so, but I sold one of the houses okay. and got to put all that money in the other house. And then that house I had to finish. I had to borrow a little bit more money to, to finish that. But then the market dropped so much. So you're talking lots of zeros. Didn't you wow. say the GFC happened the GFC, then? Yeah. The GFC happened. So, so I'm fucked, babe. Like yeah. proper fucked. And did you tell her that being like, this is just oh, yeah, fucked? Yeah. Yeah. I, I remember writing a text message and I said, Please, I said, these guys have families. Yeah. Like, can you please release some money? Because it was all locked up in this in trust her account. Name, yeah. Um, yeah. So we couldn't access it. So I'm going, can you do it? And I remember running this Please, these guys have families. She just wrote back, ha. Huh, what day. money was, did she have? Well, okay. So the sale from the me selling my house, putting it into the other house, the, the other house selling that once it was completed. Yeah. All of that money, because it was in joint name, went into a solicitor's trust account. So I had the ATO money. I had like a million bucks. And she had ownership of that to yeah, hold it. joint custody. But joint why custody. did you get, like, why do you... No, we both had. We both had joint custody of the money. So she has to sign to release it. it. Or we have to fight for it. So oh, okay, right. right. I thought you were like locked out, like just, no, no, yeah, no. right. But so the money's there. Yeah. So you've got Should this, have been even, like yeah. it could have been. Yeah. You've got this big chunk of cash. Yeah. But I owed hell of a lot of people money like yeah so can we backtrack a little bit so the listeners understand when you say these people have families you're talking about people that worked for you that you needed to pay correct yeah Yeah. subcontractors trades people and so forth so i can't pay them um, and and she, was she spending the money at all? No, no, no she, she can't, can't she access can't. it. Because yeah. you're still it. fighting. Just checking. I'm like, 
Oh, this so is yeah, hectic. this is hectic. So I'm like, I got the ATO calling me. I've got trays. I think the record I have is like 174 voicemails in a day. Wow. Like it was mental. How old are you at this point? I'm 30. Yeah. Right? Crisis management everything. mode. <laughs> I go see mum. Mum goes, you got you to go see the doctor. You yeah. Gotta, you got to get on some, like something to calm your so nerves. So you were really I'm anxious. Sha- I'm shaking. Yeah. I'm like this. I'm, I'm losing my mind. So I started eating zannies. I'm eating like eight zannies a day. Did that oh. help? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until... <laughs> What were you like as a person when you were on that? Oh, look, I actually, to be, to the, the memory much? I have from it, I think I was just operating as still nervous. Yeah. I, I could yeah. Were you going to work? I couldn't really work because I was trading insolvent. Yeah. yeah. And you owed so many, owed people, so many people money. money. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, okay. so I had to, um, I had to just call everyone. I was like, look, I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you. I'm going to pay you. I just don't know how, like, but I'll be all this money. Yeah. Everything's tied up. So eventually I get a phone call off my solicitor and he just says, mate, he goes, if you don't, if you don't like pay your ex-wife the, the money by four o'clock this afternoon, you're bankrupt. But pay her what money? Well, okay, this is where it's also. So she ended up getting like 20% of my initial offer. So yeah. she got fleeced as well. So she's pissed off. I'm yeah. sure, like, I mean. Because you're at this point now I'm fucked. Ta- I'm fucked. Yeah. I've got, I'm fucked. Yeah, right? really so fucked. I, yeah, really fucked. <laughs> so I've had to go to every single person that was on the list and give every single person. Money. Like money. That, but, but I don't have the full amount. Right, so I've paid everyone like whatever I've got, and you so have I've, no income coming in no either. Income. Isn't divided. it just like the por- proportion of what proportion, you owe? Yeah, right. so it's so like you've got X amount, they get X. So they get X amount. But I've done this, so I'm like, look, I promise I'll pay you back. I don't care how long it takes, yep. I will pay you back. So I've got everyone back, and then I've just made it my mission to pay everyone the remaining. Yeah. Money. So it, it, in the end, from that side of things, it took me like. It took me like six years or something, but I paid oh. everyone back everything that just because all that money was like spent. It was, in well, it was gone. It was the property value. Yeah. Oh right. Like, so know, yeah. Property value dives. So yeah. everything I got that you lost had, money on yeah. jobs. Yeah. 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 It was yeah, the income gone. stream gone. It's gone. Yeah. So were there any scary people after you during that time? There was one really scary moment. And wow. I, and That's I got, what got your xanax addiction that, yeah 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 so so i get a i get a, a message off one of the guys and he says look I, i'm sorry he goes my dad found out about it and one of his mates is going to give you a call this is someone that works for you that someone you that money, works for me that yeah. you so owe money one of my subcontractors was he being nice saying that or just yeah, trying no, to be no, like was, no, FYI, no, like, no 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 he, he was being nice because like, okay. i was communicating and 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 i was trying to do the right thing and, and i'd whittled most of the debts down to be a lot smaller than what they normally yeah. would be but yeah so he calls me he says mate just letting you know this guy's gonna call you you're gonna recognize the name pretty heavy i'm sorry so i'm like fuck who's gonna call me why can't you tell me now so i get this phone call and i'm not gonna say the name but it's probably australia's biggest crime family okay and, love that. And, Lovely. I know my address and, my full name oh this is where it got really sketch, oh no right he goes marshall he goes such and such said you're a good bloke he goes tell me the full story but don't fucking lie to me Oh my god! And I was like, "Fuck!" Are they just Zanny? <laughs> Quick Zanny time. I mean, slurring on the phone <laughs> and shit. So I, I go through. I tell him. I tell him the whole story. 
I tell him where I'm at, what I'm doing, yeah. what the situation is, um, and he he goes, "Good boy, good boy." Oh, Marshall. like a little dog. He goes, <laughs> he goes, "Good boy." He goes, "You didn't lie to me once." He goes, "Proud of you." He goes, "That's good." He goes, "I'm really glad you didn't." He goes, oh. "Fucking her." On the other hand, <gasps> and I've gone, "Oh no!" Like surely he can't know that much. Holy shit! Like so, he, he knew, rang her everything. He, no, no, he knew where she worked. He knew her father's address. Oh my address, god! What they did for work. What the brother did. He rattled it off, and I went, "Holy like, shit!" He's How a real deal. He knew her boss, and he goes, "I know her. I can get her." I said, "Please don't do that." Oh, so if you do that, it's going to be even worse for me. He goes, no, no, I won't. He goes, but I've heard you. Like, it was full. Oh, so he was trying to, like, side with you a bit well, he, he and went, trying to be like, I'm going to get the money off yeah, her. Yeah, And wow. then he said, he, said, he said, look, mate, do I have your word you're going to pay him? Regardless, I said, absolutely. I said, I promise I will. And he's like, all right, good boy. He goes, mate, if you do what you said you're going to do, you'll never hear from mm. me ever again. It's fine. So, wait, has this family <clears throat> hired him to talk to you? He was friends with the, the father. Okay. So, they were mates and he's obviously just gone. He's not doing it for money. From what I took from it, he was just like, as a fr- as I'll a friend. scare him enough. Bit of a standover man. Yeah. Kind of guy. Well, they are the standover. Big stand-over. time, I think, yeah. <laughs> they do standovers. Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> there are a lot of criminal people on the Goldie, yeah? These guys were Melbourne. So. Oh, okay, even scarier. Did you ever hear yeah. from him again? No, never. Okay. But never. Do you, what do you think would have happened if you didn't pay the money back? You would have uh, got bashed maybe? Oh, would have, yeah, yeah. I would have got bashed. I mean, I, I mean, I got threatened to be bashed plenty of times. <laughs> Unfortunately, the blokes that I knew on the Gold Coast that they were – you know, they found out I was being threatened to be bashed and they were like, anyone bashes him and you'll get bashed. Yeah, so, so it's like a big player. <laughs> but these guys, no one was going to stand no, up against. No, no. Okay, yeah. so, Wow. That was yeah. heavy. Do you know what's so scary about this podcast? We still have another heavy story to tell. <laughs> the, the theme of this is like you have two lives here. <laughs> two? I think there's, yeah. there's a few. Uh, so what made you move to Sydney and essentially start again? Okay, well, I after all this fiasco with the divorce and stuff, I was cooked. So I I, I went to Bali. I yeah. just like everyone. Again, best is, place to go. Yeah, just oh, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm out of here. Now, at the time, I still owed some people some money. But my own mental, like when I was going, I was going to neck myself. There's yeah. no, there's no ifs or buts. Like yeah. I was that close to 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 top Calling myself. Calling it quits. Yeah. So I did that. I went over there. And I was still lost. I just ran a mark, and I I got onto offshore oil and gas mm-hmm. um, position, and I over so, there. Well, from there, so I lived right. over okay. there. Yep. And then I then I would fly back to Australia or yep. back to Asia somewhere and do this job. So while I was doing that, I was paying Everyone some of the off. money back as, as I was. Were I was you feeling well. better? I felt great. Yeah. Just partying in Bali. Yeah. Just doing, living your best life. <laughs> yeah. And Bali's a cheaper way to live as well. You're not well, paying it, it as actually was. It actually was the best thing I could have ever done mm-hmm. because I paid for my villa um, and then I was living with a couple of other people. Paid for the villa and then, yeah, life was cheap. Mm. So I, I, it was far cheaper living there, doing living the lifestyle I lived. I was making more money to pay back to people than what I was if yeah. I stayed in Yeah, yeah. wow. Yeah. So yes. and on holiday, kind and of, on holiday. yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> we love Bali. Yeah. So no, so all right. So I was just before a job, and I was in WA, and I was about to go on the Bay Uden pipeline, which is the pipeline between Timor and mm-hmm. Darwin, and uh, and I'd flown to, I'd sorry, driven down to Margaret River for the weekend, and Kid Mac, Marcio de Souza, mate of mine, he was playing in Margaret River that night, so I went to see his gig, and I was walking home, um, it was like two days out from going offshore, and. 
I'm still very jaded about the the whole like Queensland. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm walking across walking across the road, and I see these guys wearing suits. And I said, "Oh, I said, hey guys." Um, I said, "Oh, you dressed up? Like, what have you been up to?" And he said, "Oh, mate, I've just been at my mate's wedding." And I said something along the lines of, "What a fucking idiot!" <laughs> and I just sl- came out. And I slipped on a manhole cover. It was like the <gasps> second it came out of my mouth. Slipped on a manhole cover. And went up the curb with my knee and broke my ankle. <gasps> so what the fuck? Yeah. So it was like karma literally just bit biting me, you in the ass. Like, oh, don't say that. Yeah, yeah. Love is true. <laughs> but, I need, but I needed the money. Yeah. So then I was like, fuck. All right. I'm here gonna, we go again. Here we go. So Love I was like, the Zannies again. <laughs> <laughs> bit of endo. Yeah, <laughs> so, so I um yeah so I, I was like I can't tell anyone that I've got a busted ankle oh, so I couldn't no. go to the doctor and anything and I could walk on it it was like it was like a the bottom it was a weird break so I could still walk like and a like move and stuff maybe? Yeah, yeah and it was like crazy bone bruising and stuff oh, the way that I'd done it. so swollen I bet as well like oh, big it was, balloons it was horrible. yeah so I was doing I was on this on this boat um and it was midnight till midday was um wow. was the the shift so. You imagine waking up and doing that, but see, twelve hours on your feet doing this offshore span correction grounding stuff. Are you on a boat? You're on a boat. Okay. On a boat. On a on a on a Norwegian vessel in the middle of Nowhere. the Timor Sea. Did that for five weeks. When I can't go back to Bali because of my 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 foot. So Time to I, get off my brother was in Sydney and he said, "Look, why don't you come here?" So I came back to I came back to Sydney and um, got treated. One of my mates from the Gold Coast physio, he was here. I always make the joke and say I moved here for for, for Mark so he could treat me. <laughs> um, so yeah, he treated me, and I started started working here. But I had to regress because I'd gone from building these amazing, beautiful, big houses in Queensland to like losing all my money, not you know to then go to Bali, blah yeah. blah, blah blah, to then like doing shit jobs. Were you working for other people here? I worked for a guy for a couple of weeks. I just couldn't. Yeah, I'm just not made that way. Neither. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, the reason I know you, Marshall, is you were obviously working in Sydney. By the time my little brother met you, you were quite established. And my little brother was working a nine-to-five at the same job you and I had, Ella, at JSA. Yeah, great place. And he was like, I can't fucking do this anymore. And I was like, I'd had a few big nights with you and Fraser. And I was like, why don't you, like, hang out with Marshall for a few days? And that's what made him quit his job. Yeah, and he did, he did great. Um, but so- I'm, I'm interested to know how you got from, like, working for someone else to being set by the time i met you you were semi-established you weren't what you are now but you were like um look hard work yeah it is and knowing you knowing your business yeah i think if if you know your business you're you're gonna do well you you can only bullshit for so long Mm. and people will find you out (laughs) And, and in my industry as well there's a lot of eyes outside of the client so if trades people are working for a builder that doesn't know what they're doing They'll know. They'll know very quickly. And I mean, I have the same core group of people all the time because we all know each other, how we work. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I, I just think, I think word gets out really quick if you're, if you're a shark. 100%. Or yeah, if you don't know what you're talking about. And did it feel good starting again and having like a clean slave? It did, but it was, it was hard. Like, I mean, I still owed money when I came to Sydney. Yeah. Um, so that was still a battle. It's, I think if you're going from zero... It's it's 
it's okay. If you're going from like over a quarter million dollars debt mm. yeah. when, you, when you can't really work and then you've got issues with home warranty insurance, yeah. you need to have money in order to get. So yeah. I've got the, I had the capabilities to build these massive houses. But you didn't have the insurance. Have the, yeah. Yeah. the insurance. And that's incredible. like just having a lead The worst weight, feeling. Yeah, tied to you. Whereas now having gone beyond that, obviously life's great. Well, fast forward five years. You've right. been here for five years. I can't believe it's only it five. Yeah, I know. I feel like, like I've, I've known feel, you for yeah. longer than that. Yeah. No, look, I mean, I'm, I guess I'm really lucky. I've got amazing group of friends and contacts. Yeah. Um, and from that, we've had some amazing clients. And it's only just getting bigger and bigger. And also timing. Like, I think people... People fall into building. There's some builders that I know in Sydney that have done incredibly well, but they 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 started in like 2010. Mm. And if you started in 2010, you have never had a bad year. Yeah, like, like there so has true. been no downturn in the <laughs> no, economy. Because 2009 or was it 2007 that was I the think bad 2007, year? 2007, yeah. 8, Sydney yeah. tanked. 2009, 10, Gold Coast tanked. tanked yeah. So it was like a year behind. Um, but yeah, people that sit there and they've never made a loss. Like yeah, I, I came here. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You sit there and you go, you don't always make money. Like some, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you have it's a loss. loss. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just foreign language and it shouldn't be that way. But construction, unfortunately. It is. Yeah. Dips. yeah. Um, I do want to talk about, cause we love fashion and interiors and all of that. You are actually, uh, have some amazing clients like, sir and sarah ellison so how did that come about um i know the sir girls yeah um, from bali yeah um, so nikki and Soph, and they're absolute they're, they're absolute sweethearts they're best i love those girls yeah um so yeah i've done, I've done some work with them um, yeah their fit outs are, are amazing amazing they've like really stepped it up is that because of you no no, <laughs> <laughs> no not at all well i think i mean i think the girls have i know they've taken on like a now they've got like a global brand yeah from, so i've kind of, i've actually with my, my stuff i've kind of gone retail away from retail a little bit more and more residential and they've kind of gone their path but i was very fortunate to be in the early stages yeah where, where they were at and what they were doing and like if the girls call me for anything I would, there. I would always answer yeah yeah because i feel like you started when i met you in retail and now you're doing like high-end residential yeah yes yeah, so what made you want to move out of that um look i mean we i did my i guess i still did my toe into it like as you know you said we just did the sarah ellison um yeah fit that's out. amazing yeah. yeah it's really cool and and look i love i love working with creatives like that because they've got such a different view on is it ever too many cooks in the kitchen i was gonna say that being like is that when it gets a bit harder because uh what what i've learned is sticking to my lane yeah yeah so (laughs) where i used to be i used to be like designing trying to do everything yeah which is easy to fall into though it is because like you know you have like a design like you have you have you have a an opinion i guess and and i'd actually in amongst all of that other chaos that went on when I was 30, I went back to uni to do architecture as well because I was wow. so sick of building. Yeah. I did a year. And That's I, a hard degree. Oh Yeah, I did a year and I, I'm <laughs> like, well. No, no, no. I feel like no. architecture is like a medical degree. It's, it's like, pretty yeah, hard. Yeah. Very, it's like heavily maths and like. Yes. Ugh. Yeah. No, nah, it wasn't. It, look, it, yeah, I just pulled out. But um, no, now knowing, knowing like, like, for example, so Sarah Ellison. Sarah is an absolute diamond like yeah. she is a legend and her her partner business partner lee mm. same absolute champion what they know about design in furniture i would have nothing i would know nothing you wouldn't yeah. even what, question what them question. yeah when it came to doing their fit out for this store over at life interiors 
they were like, look, this is what we want it to sort of be. There wasn't some like so, like a full schedule. We love life interiors. Yeah, we do. <laughs> we got that bouquet from there. Yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're cool. They're really cool actually. Um, so Sarah just kind of wanted like a vibe, and I was able to sort of work with, it. and we just like synced on yeah. what she wanted, and then she wanted a few changes, and it was like, yep, yeah, cool. very crazy. Like I, I quite like if someone sends me a photograph. And I love that too. Say, shame. Do that. Yeah. Like I'll make it work. And my, my whole thing is proportion and that's mm-hmm. a big thing with design. But I've had some other experiences where I've worked with some other big like firms in Sydney and they're assholes. Yeah. yeah. Like they're fucked. Know it alls. Well, yeah. And it usually comes from confidence. 100%. Whereas like recently I've had, I'm doing a big job for a kid Atalia. Oh, um, we love them. Yeah. Wow. And, and I have to say, I was so taken back and so impressed with my first meeting when I walked in. And Kelvin's like the man. Yeah. You know? um, and a mayor who I'm working very closely with, he's one of his architects. Um, I've walked in and I said, oh, well, what about, what about this? And they said, well, that's why you're here. What do you think? Yeah, like you what do you think? You and I was role. just like. Breath wow. of fresh air. And you guys are the best. Yeah. Like you're the best in this in this field. I just know now that I stay in my lane. I go, hey, what about what what about this construction element? Or we could do this from a building side of things. And it takes so much weight out of my brain. The one thing like I talked about, about confidence before, I hope I can say this without being arrogant. The one thing that I can put my hand on heart and go, I'm a really good builder. Yeah. Like I can say that yeah. and I don't I don't I, I hope that that's confidence over arrogance. Because I just, I think, I think. Well, you I are. Am. But and you're yeah. not saying back I'm as well. a really good interior designer no, no, as a builder. No, I'm not. The, yeah. the stuff that we produce on the back of the creatives can be phenomenal, but it's because of that you creative work with mind. amazing people. Yeah. yeah. And, and like their minds, the way that they see things. I still get so taken back when I walk into a project and I see it start to be styled. Mm. And you're like, wow, this and is. I'm like, Holy Ooh, shit. Yeah. Like your vision to create this and is to visualize amazing. it. Okay, yeah. so you've obviously come to Sydney, established yourself, you've got my little brother working for you, and then you get a TV show deal. I was going to say, yeah, that's what How I was yeah. getting into. Um, I was actually I was doing a job for 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 a, 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 a friend or a friend of a friend and she was in casting somehow and it came across her desk and she called me and she said, "Oh, hey, I've got this job." to come up i think you'd be perfect for it are you interested and i was like yeah cool sounds good and she goes good because i've already sent it off um <laughs> you're in <laughs> yeah. you're hired so yeah then i ended up getting getting the job um, wow doing the channel nine thing and working with shana blaze and another guy rich harvey um and it was it was a really cool experience it was did, very yeah. different i was saying did you have like quite like big socials before then like i feel like you built up a bit of a profile yeah you already had i feel like yeah I don't like know. a bit or not i don't Am know I... the build well the building like how did that come about? like a lot of there's a lot of builders out there but not a lot of builders have like a good social kind of presence as well well your original branding was bondi builder yeah yeah, uh, yeah that so that came about just i was on a surf trip and i got the wave of my life at greenbush <laughs> And, I was and, high. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, there was there was like hardly anyone out. So I got this wave and there was a bloke sitting in the channel. It was a photographer and he took photos and he he posted it on like on Facebook. Um, and he, he said, oh, does anyone know Marshall, the Bondi builder? Oh, and you were like, 
And I, so I got this and I, just went, and I was like, someone goes, Marshall, the Bondi Builder, you're from Burley. And I was like, yeah, MK, the, the Bondi me. Builder. So then, it, then it, I, it wasn't taken, the handle on Instagram. And I took it. And then when I did the show, I got advised to not be because it was very pigeonholed. The funny thing is <laughs> my, my, my following and everything when I did that, was going up way more from the show or from the social? No, just just in the social. Just having, having Bondi in it. Yeah, yeah it was really I was going to say that would be a great um, mm. little tag to have Bondi in it. Well, you I know. guess you would just search like when you're searching for someone, you just search Bondi. builder Bondi or Bondi builder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it was it was crazy. It did, now now it's just my name, but. I, Did you I, think the show increased exposure for you or not really? Nah, not at all. Really? Nah, what different nah. target market they had? I, like, I think so. Yeah. And I, I think I think free to air is very different now to yeah. um, I think Netflix interior and, shows yeah. or something. Yeah, but I, I don't think so. And and I. I if if anything, the only thing this show really did was gave credibility. Yeah, yeah. So if they Google us, like, well, if he was good enough to be on a TV show, show then he then must be must be built my right. house. <laughs> I keep forgetting Guy was on that as well. I'm was like, Guy, guy on got it me in trouble as well? I feel like yeah. Didn't it. you lose it on the show oh, when Guy was shit. there? You lost what your happened? shit in one episode. Oh, I just there was a few things that happened, and it was I was arguing with my girlfriend at the time, and and I lost my shit. <laughs> and they kept it on. They're like, we're oh, keeping they this. They put one piece of it, but I, no, I, they everyone basically left where we were out the back, and I was laying turf. I'm not a fucking landscape. Yeah, but there, there you I go. Stay in your shit. lane. Stay in your fucking yeah, lane. Yeah, no, I lost, I lost my shit. At I, who? I, I, no, no, like it was kind and of. What hard. was Guy doing? Guy was just <laughs> awkward l- in the corner. Me <laughs> oh, he was loving it. Oh, okay. yeah, Guy was, Guy was just laughing. Primetime TV, oh, yeah. here we come. <laughs> yeah, I lost it. I got accused of like. The, like the whole gender bias being like because I yelled towards and it was had just happened to be a female and it was like but I wasn't yelling at her I was like this is bullshit she was my friend yes yeah. fucking bullshit what the fuck on my fucking lane turf blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and, and, what, then got, and then they put that on the show oh, they, just put, they put me throwing the hammer but if you if you full, saw the full edit, I need to see the full you, I've watched you'd a few see me laughing like I pegged my hammer and then I'm pissing myself laughing <laughs> um, and guy was in the background just like revving up guy would have been going. Oh, Guy forgot that we were mic'd up at one stage and Guy was making me laugh and saying all kinds of stuff. It was like nine o'clock at night and they kept on saying, oh, why are you here? Just one more, one more cupboard, one more handle, or this. And Guy's like, fucking one more, fuck you, come near me. One more <laughs> but we're mic'd up and I'm losing it. And then I started nice playing music it as well. Yeah, yeah. Before, before we get into COVID and stuff, I did have one story that I wanted you to tell about the time guy said he wanted to take the day off for melbourne cup what not to do as a tradie and he um what did he do oh, was that the day that he came in yeah oh, <laughs> i think shit. i remember that as well oh he came in he was cooked and <laughs> like and what off the back of a big night off the back of a and beat it he'd already <laughs> asked for the day off right yeah yeah but i he'd asked for responsibility so he'd asked for his job his own job so yeah he like, wanted to be a project manager oh and okay then, yep so yeah yeah so so guy gets the, the promotion, he gets his job, and he's rocked up. And I've just taken one look at him. And I was like, Fuck mate, off! Have you had any sleep? And he was like, Yeah, yeah, a couple of hours. And I said, Mate, you're full of shit. You have no. No way. And guy, like on, like you can tell when he's like yeah. cooked as oh, well. Yeah, yeah, Marshall yeah. apparently goes, Hey, guy, this is your job site, and the client is turning up in <laughs> ten minutes, and you must leave now. Do you and, want to be here for this? And he came home and he goes. 
I'm going to get fired. I'm going to get fired. And I go, you are going to get fired. I don't have any words of wisdom for you. Unfortunately, he had seen me in that state a few times. So it was, yeah, if I had fired him, he probably would have taken me a call. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I do that anymore. Not that I do that anymore. Let's Um, um, fast forward to COVID. You go on a skiing trip with your family. Yes, Is that correct? That's correct, yes. So you're well-established, you've got your great clients, you've done your TV show, you're killing it, essentially. Yeah, yeah. I, I went over to um, to Austria for my brother's wedding beginning wow. of last year. Wow, what a cool to place Kitzbühel. to get married. It was very cool. And, like, thinking back, too, with the, the way that everything's been shut down, I mean, mm-hmm. I was there when yeah. the world shut down, essentially. Wow. So, yeah, I thought, oh, I don't want to get COVID, so I'd upgraded my flight business class that's not going to help you i've lived in sydney for five years at this stage so i'm a proper wanker (laughs) i need business anything Um, because the the germs don't go up to business no apparently they do so you think upgrading you're going to potentially well uh, no one knew what the disease was so you thought maybe i'm away from it i'd be sweet you know but i mean I, i to be fair i felt a bit average before you got day. on the plane? Yeah, I felt, yeah. felt pretty sure. Oh, so you probably got it before. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But I... I, I Had you been partying quite hectically? Yeah. <laughs> Duh. Duh. It was a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> In where? Where we off? No, uh, um, Kitzbühel, which is like... Oh, right. yeah. But they just sort of shut the tent out. So by, by the time we actually... We, the Two nights before we left the hotel, they thought we'd left. Idiots. Our clothes were still in the room. So they, I don't know what they were thinking. But the whole sh- hotel shut down. So myself, my brother, and his new wife are the only people in the hotel. Oh, so everyone's fleeing. All the powers, everything's was done. Was it really eerie? Oh, it was weird. weird. Was yeah. it like, the whole like town. 28 days later or something? Like so, it's a zombie apocalypse? Oh, it was like, it was, there was no one. Right, That's you scary. couldn't you couldn't go anyway. So I get to the you go from Austria to the Munich airport. I get to Munich airport and I'm like, oh, I still feel pretty pretty. Average. Can I have a date for this just to give everyone context? This was seventeenth of March, okay, two thousand and twenty. So very right start. when it was hitting. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I get on the plane. I don't think I, I think the first thing was three hours, and I didn't fly business for that one. So that's where you got it. it. Yeah, definitely. That's where you got it. I felt like shit. And and my brother actually said to me, "You're going through Abu Dhabi." He goes, "Delete the delete the message you've just sent to me, saying you feel like shit, just in case." Yeah, because they hold you, shove you off into yeah. So I deleted that. Then I I get back to Sydney, um, and. I felt pretty average. I got back home to where, where I was living up in Pado. And, and were you me. thinking then at that time, like, I have I COVID, shit. or you didn't even know what that was really then? Shit. Yeah, you shit. had a feeling. But by, I got back on the Monday or the Tuesday morning, and my, I was living with my girlfriend at the time, and she was really concerned about it. So she was in a separate room to me, using separate <laughs> bathrooms and blah, blah, blah. She's freaking out, and I'm like, ah, they got nothing to worry about. Yeah, they're doing COVID testing by that point. I can't even. Yeah, they were, but it was really hard. You really didn't hard really to know where it. to go. Yeah, you couldn't go to the GP. You couldn't hospital. Yeah, maybe so, I, had, so I went to St Vincent's. Yeah, right. So because I feel Vincent's. like March was not when it really hit. Well, we like, didn't really was, know what it was. Yeah. It was hitting, but it wasn't really hitting here, here as much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, so I went to St Vincent's, um, and I didn't want to get a. I, I rode my scooter up there. So I thought it's the only way I can go up there without like getting in an Uber or something. Yeah. So I just felt like socially Fresh responsible. Air. That was responsible. But how sick were you? Yeah, I can't go. Well, then I sat down next to a mate of mine. Oh, because you would have been enough. like, they would have got you to hospital and be like, who? Do, how did you get how here? Yeah, that's blah, blah, true. Blah. And I was like, I was like, just in case. So yeah, did the testing and um, they called me and they said, oh yeah, 
you got it. Oh, were you like, oh my God, what is this? <laughs> so I, I blew up. Like I was like, oh, it's fucking nothing really cold, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, yeah. Like I, I don't I, have it. I don't have it. Like it's nothing. And, and I remember watching the news and there was like, I think it was the only case that day in Sydney. <laughs> was your and, name? And it was, no, it said number 176. There's, there's one me. fresh case in Sydney. And I was like, oh, that'll be me. Yeah. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> um, so my partner, she lost her shit. And then she was Did freaking. she get it? She never got it. Wow. No, okay. she didn't get it. She didn't get it. So I, I yeah, had it. And then it was on like day seven or eight. I remember going to bed going out this is bad like how like, bad were you feeling i just started a cough yeah and, and and i was like if this gets like 10 percent worse, worse like, i won't be able to i'm breathe. in real trouble here that's so fucking and scat. i was really fit too yeah and no, i was gonna say yeah so i was like oh this is bad so yes yeah, so, so after that day eight I, it got better it, so you I, had like you were feeling shit for eight days eight days well no it, it's like the thing was i'd come back and i had a project that was working i'd been away for two weeks or whatever it was already the boys were chewing up cash there yeah and then i couldn't go to work for two weeks i'm freaking out going i've got no, all lost this control money going yeah, out for, for this work and yeah. yeah um so yeah so the hell stuff but then then i tested i i had to i got release and then that was when there was all the issues with the double testing we're still testing positive and then there was oh yeah that still happens yeah i feel like it's happening a bit like it still stays in your system even though you technically don't have it eddie had it on a building site as well yeah Yeah. so but so no no one i I didn't have it i was actually talking to the guy um who's the professor who when i was watching 60 minutes was the leading australian like mind behind yeah behind it all So i'm watching it i'm like this guy's been calling me every day to to ask me how i'm feeling and he's the guy wow Um, that's cool yeah it was cool it was really cool (laughs) i can text you now (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah so, so that all went on and then i then i thought i got better yeah um and then i didn't yeah that's my next question so then what happened um, I I felt really shit like about three months later, um, and I went to the doctor. I said my kidneys are killing, I, I, and he he checked my kidneys, and he was like, in terms was, of like a pain, just painful pain, when you touch them, painful. or just in general. Yeah, and, and I've never had any kidney pains yeah. like that. And he was like, no, no, it's not your kidneys. And he's like, oh, it's your stomach. Like you probably need, you might be like blocked up or something. So he kind of like just brushed it off but it, it was very distant they weren't doing blood pressures and stuff mm. like that were they um, trying to say oh this might be lasting effects of covid no there was no no no, okay. no connection at all okay. at that stage yeah. um so yeah uh, no no testing no blood pressure testing or something and then painkillers no nothing it was like oh mate like take some laxatives oh wow you know? okay so i've i've left and then i just didn't feel any better so like how bad is the pain getting oh, by this point bad. like yeah. I, I work-wise i was like you know, yeah, like cramping, over, cramping, just feeling like shit. So then I've gone back and he's like, oh, I might be a gallbladder. So they put me in for an MRI mm. or CT scan, whatever it is. Um, and came back and said, no, nah, no, nah, it's not that. Like, yeah, you, you probably just blocked up, blah, blah, blah. Still felt shit. So got onto this local doctor, um, Kate Norris, who's incredible. She does a lot of um, like natural medicines as yeah. well as like your standard GP stuff. Um, so I've gone to see her and she put the blood pressure um, thing on my arm she took the blood pressure and she's like oh that can't be right she did it again she goes that can't be right put on the other arm she goes no that definitely can't be right because my machine must be broken so she puts it on herself and she goes oh shit she's like 
let me do it one more time on you. So she puts it back on my arm and she's like, fuck. Were you she scared goes, at this point? Were you like, fuck? Oh, I didn't know what was going yeah. on. Yeah. So I, I was like, fuck, this is pretty gnarly, but like, what? What am I supposed to say? Well, I'm, yeah. not a, I'm not a doctor. So <laughs> I'm just sticking my yeah. lane. <laughs> What's <Yeah>. happening? <laughs> um, I'm just a builder. <laughs> so, um, so she goes. She goes. Oh, um, you need to go straight to ER. Uh, so I was like, okay. So I didn't. I went home. <laughs> <laughs> Ignored. Um, but yeah, I went home and I, I I didn't pack a bag or anything. I what did I do? I, I can't remember if I dropped my car off or not. Were you worried at this point then? Were you like, oh, that's oh, a bit like, weird? I was like, oh, I didn't really understand blood pressure. Yeah, I don't like, know. I was yeah, like, yeah, I was like, yeah. And I didn't, like, I felt shit, but I'd felt shit for months. So it was like, yeah, so nothing I was like, new. Eh, you know, yeah. I'm not going to keel over. And I've been to the doctor so many times prior and they've said yeah, nothing. No one's, yeah, no one's said anything. So, so I've gone, and I did drive myself. That's right. So I drove myself to the hospital, parked in like a bus lane or something. Um, Love car that. didn't get towed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck um, there. So I've rocked up. She's called ahead. She said, oh, you know, this guy's coming in. They put me in and they're like, oh, I'll take your blood pressure. And they're like, fuck, you need to lie down. Yeah. I was like, Are you oh, feeling I said, right? I said yeah. oh, look, I don't want to take any. Like, then you're also like, I've like, been yeah. trying to get onto this for three months. Yeah, now. yeah, like, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, you know, this is a bit weird. So, anyway, I got up and I went to go to the bathroom and I started feeling really faint. And um, it was only through sheer dumb luck. She had a cancellation that day, so she had seen me. Wow. Um, and... I've gone to the, the, the bathroom and I thought I was going to faint. So I came back to the bed and I, I've laid back down in the bed. And by this stage, I've got machines hanging Everywhere. Off yeah. And, um, and the doctor comes over and he's like, oh, mate, how are you feeling? I said, oh, I thought I was going to faint. I said, mate, I said, mate, I, said, I, feel, I, I, said I feel really bad. Like, you know, yeah. I, I don't want to be taking up your resources. He goes, mate, he goes, you're about to have a stroke. <gasps> What that bad? My blood pressure was two thirty nine over one thirty two. I know that. I even know that's Wait, high. Wait, what's normal though? Just one, for the listeners, one twenty over eighty. Okay, yeah. So you're really almost dead. I'm cooked. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> How cooked. are you functioning? I'm cooked. I'm dumb. I'm probably fucked. So <laughs> how about when he so, said that? Don't you have like a panic attack when people like? I'd be like, oh fuck, no. here we go. I, I was like, I, I was like, oh shit. Okay, but then what got? Then when it did get scary was when I was breathing. And my eye, I started to lose my eyesight. Oh, so I started. Oh, I've had that once when I worked out too hard and yeah. it was scary. <laughs> Your blood pressure, be careful. <laughs> blood pressure. And it was like I was wearing ski goggles. And every time I breathed out, oh, yeah. it was I know my the eyes were fogging oh. up. And every time I breathed in. It makes me feel anxious. Oh. It's heavy. So I've got a photo of, like, I took a photo of everyone at the end of the bed. And there's like 20 doctors and nurses at the foot of my bed, and they're all just going. <gasps> and then they're trying to join the. They're going, maybe it's COVID. Like they don't know. So they're all running they, on their clipboards. At this point, they everything. don't know the after effects no. of it. No, no. Um, so, so know this. And then they said, all right, we've got to get you in lower your blood pressure. So I ended up being in hospital for like five days or something. What do they do to lower your blood pressure? Um, oh, like handfuls of medication. <laughs> so, yeah, anyone who says they don't want to get the jab because yeah. they're worried about the side effects, yeah. I'll list all the side effects of the shit that I've got to take every day. After, yeah. And you're far better off getting yeah, the jab. Yeah, 100%. Yes. Um, Great yeah. message. <laughs> yeah. So then I, get, I have to get a kidney biopsy. Ooh, so my kidneys are at 14% funky. function. So I'm like donor. I'm like brown bread. Oh, you're like, you need to be I'm on the like, donor list. I need list, to be on the donor list. Like, I'm, I'm, like, getting, I'm, I'm getting confused. Like, I'm a healthy person. Like, yeah, what's happened? How did this happen, did this happen so yeah, quick? Yeah, yeah, this is like you're going on dialysis. Yeah, now. that's not okay. Um, so they start putting me like on this meds. And it starts getting a little bit better. But it's still not great. But while you're getting, in hospital while I'm still. in hospital. They're trying to control it. Then they want to get the biopsy done. So they get the biopsy, like, I let it released. And they say, all right, you've got to come back on Monday or whatever it was and mm-hmm. get, get the biopsy. So I go in. 
get the vibe. So they say, this is going to be incredibly painful. Like so you're the awake worst when pain. they do this? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> A biopsy on the kidney? Yeah, so they go through your back. So they okay. do like no, a, no, they do no, 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 no. It makes me like feel a, so like tingly. I hate this shit. heavy gauge needle and they click. And it pulls out, it pulls out the center core. Of it your pulls head. out your fucking. Well, it pulls out like a piece. Out yeah, of but that is core, hectic. Like Did you have painkillers before that? Yeah, they inject. Okay. But, but why can't they go from the side? I think it's easy to get. To why yeah. can't they just fucking knock you out and do it? Well, they told me it was going to be really painful, and I'm lying on the bed, and I'm like, "This isn't hurting. This is yeah." Funny. Like I didn't feel a thing. What did it feel like? What well, can you associate the pain nah, with? It, wasn't, well, it wasn't painful. Oh, it didn't hurt. Okay, but everyone like, listening, how are you not? It might be because they're dead. I don't know. Yeah. But do you also think maybe because you're in so much pain for so long, you didn't even notice mate, any kind of mate, pain? Well, I had this itch, right? That was, that was, and then they're like, "Oh, the itch is from the kidney. The itch is from the kidneys." What do you and mean, like, like after the kidney oh, thing? No, no, this was being gone for as well. So it's right. it like being electrocuted. Were you going different, like a different colour, like so your skin? I went really dark. Yeah, I was going to say that. Another story. They yeah. reckon that having COVID slightly – then again, there's arguments on both sides. Some do. If a doctor listens to this, they might go bullshit. But a couple of specialists have said that there is evidence of some viruses changing DNA. Yeah. And I got a lot darker mm, after having it. Wow. But so they do the co- they do the biopsy, get the results back, and I'm like – I said, oh, you got them. I said, so tell me, like, you've got, like – Books of this shit. If like, what's you going know, on? You have to know. And they Mate, said, Marshall. What the f- fuck this is. Yeah, what the fuck is wrong with me, right? <laughs> and they said, oh, they said, no, that's the problem. They said, there's 40 people in the world that we know of that have had COVID, that have had a kidney biopsy. So 20 of them are dead. They were autopsies. And the other 20, they're all black African-Americans. You're the only <laughs> white person on the planet that's had this kidney biopsy that's had COVID. So there's like, we have nothing to Else compare to. Else to compare it to. Yeah. So they've done all white. wild. Oh, it's wild. So yeah. I'm like, oh, right. So, but I'm thinking, you know, I, I'm thinking bulletproof as well, whatever. I'm going to be fine. Yeah. I didn't realise your kidneys Great don't rejuvenate. Great positive attitude. They don't, yeah. so they're still weird now. Well, your kidneys don't rejuvenate. So they've got better. Yeah. They, they're better. They're up to like 30% or something. And I'm fine. Only like, 30% I still live, though. Yeah. I still wow. live like, I, it doesn't, I don't let it affect me, but it's like. I've got to be careful. Like with, um, yeah. Yeah. Incom- yeah. I was going to say yeah. the word, but don't worry. So <laughs> the, the sto- annoying the, word. <laughs> the story gets even heavier. Okay. Right. So I'm, I'm, their kidneys are no good. They're trying yeah. to figure out what the problem is. I'm putting deodorant on and I notice this lump under my arm. Ah, uh, yeah. And, Lovely. And I'm like, I've never seen that before. And it was just kind of like, it was like if you're on the beach and you saw like a pippy under the sand. Yeah. yeah that little raised, like, little raised. Not, not, yeah. not like anything weird or gross or anything. Anyway, I'm like, oh, that's a bit of a So it was there. obvious like <clears throat> when you put your arm up or you could when feel it. When I put my it. arm like that, I could feel it, right? But I wasn't really pushing in on it when my arm was up. So I'm talking to my brother in London. I'm coming back and I've Peter, who works with me, she had looked at it. She Shout was really out concerned. To Peter. Shout out to Peter. the best. Yeah. My, my it's hard to tell because I get I get very lumpy underarms because of the tissue, like breast tissue or what do you call yep. it? The lymph nodes. Lymph I'm nodes. very like I've got big lymph yep. nodes. So I, I'm... Always yeah. very concerned so you, about myself. So you myself. get concerned, right? You've got those you don't in your know. Yeah. Well, you don't. You're not a doctor. You don't want yeah. to have a doctor Google that goes and checks I everything. I also don't Google. want anything bad to be wrong. No, no. So you've got to like know your body. And if yeah. you can't, I've never seen this thing before. So I'm like, I'm feel oh, that's probably fine. Peter felt it for me because she was Did concerned. No, nah, I couldn't feel it at all. Anyway, then I'm coming back from like, um, like the Pacific building in Bondi one day. I'm talking to my brother. And I'd never had my arm up. I was talking to him on the phone. And he goes, mate, please, just I want you to double check, like, with everything else that's going on. So I felt it. And just with the muscles pulling apart, I could feel it. It was hard. So I was like, 
fuck, that's never been there before. Yeah. Oh. So I, oh. I, call, I called the hospital and they're like, oh, it's probably nothing, but you probably should come in. So I go in and there's like a, there's an upstairs room at St. Vincent's. Mm. It's like part of the, uh, they're going there, the same doctor, renal doctor that had done my kidneys. He came in, he'd done a full thorough on me a month before. So everything had been checked. Everything had been checked. And he'd all right in everywhere. And he's so like, weird. He goes, I never felt this. And I'm like, mate, I know. I said, I remember you doing yeah, it. Yeah, that's crazy. So anyway, they find this lump it's like it's like a tumour. Like 100 mil by 100, 10 centimetres by 10 centimetres. And they under told you straight away when they felt it? 10 centimetres by 10 centimetres. That's pretty big. big. Big under there. And it went oh, up Oh, it grew all the chest. way like an octopus. You've, you've got a scar there. You yeah, showed us on a big night out. Yeah. Yeah, so then I then I don't know really what's sort of going on. Like, sorry, so they've done the thing that like after I've been in hospital for three days, I finally get in to get the scan. At this stage, I don't know. They've said, oh, you've you know you've got um you've got something wrong with you. We don't we don't know. We'll have the scan, then we'll, we'll be able to sort of tell you. There's a chance it could be cancer. That was it. There's a chance. Yeah, there's right? a chance. You're and like, I'm no. like nah, no, I don't have cancer. Called mum. I said, look, they've told me this is a bit upset. But I'm like, look, they've told me this. Mum goes, we don't have cancer in our family. There's no way. So <laughs> I get, I go have the scan. I still don't know. I get a phone call, um, and I'm with Peter, and I'm sitting in her kitchen um, as we're doing some work, which uses the office, and um, the, I put on speaker. And the, the lady goes, oh, it's um, such and such from the Kinghorn Centre, St. Vincent's. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Peter has just instantly Googled St. Vincent's Kinghorn. Kinghorn, yeah. Of we course used to work she her. has. We yeah. worked across the road yeah. from it. Yeah. yeah. And it comes up, cancer. cancer so yeah. no one's told me I've got cancer. But you've just got a call from them. I've just been to cough yeah. but I've got a cancer. They've referred it, cancer. yeah. So I'm like, what oh my the God. fuck is yeah. going on here? Like, I've just had fucking COVID. I've just so rebuilt yeah, my life in Sydney. Fuck, I've just been told my kidneys are shutting down. Like, what's going fucking on with cancer. me? What yeah. So, yeah, so I've gone, uh, I've gone in and they, yeah, they told me, this is what, what you got, but you've got to have surgery because we don't know what it is. But, oh, they still didn't know what it was. Nah. What was your reaction when you heard the word? I was just like, right, bring it on. Let's yeah, go. yeah. My first reaction was, I said to my mum, um, because she'd flown, she couldn't fly down back and forth. So she's able to be here for COVID. that day because yeah. of COVID. So, she, so that day I just said, look, before I, I know like what it is or whatever, yeah. I said, do you mind? I said, I want to go and play Oztag. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to fucking do boys, something just normal, and just forget you know? about it. I've been told yeah. I've got cancer, but I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't, a weirdo. I, yeah, I'm like, a weirdo. I said, yeah. fuck this. Yeah. Like, this shit. I'm not going to let this thing get me. The connotation's just like hang. Yeah. Mm. So I gone in and um, saw the surgeon. He said, I'll operate on you straight away. So, yeah, he's taken me in, operated, wow. came out. He was like, mate, I don't know what it is. I think it's really rare. But then I had to wait like a month. A oh. month of waiting. Mm. No. I couldn't really tell anyone because I didn't want to make it this big thing. Yeah, because you didn't know anything yeah. about it. I didn't it know yet. and I yeah. was like. Could you, you know, work and stuff? Or you I kept working. Mentally, working. how were you? I just kind of switched off yeah. from it. I was like. Maybe detach. Detach is the right word. Yeah, just detach from it. And I, and I was so lucky. Like the guys that work with me um, were amazing. Peter was absolutely incredible. She is incredible. Yeah, she is. Like, I mean, she, I always make the joke. I'm like, she's my angel. Like, yeah, she is. She's like, really she, she's you awesome. Out. Like, and uh, for her, like, Charlie, her husband is a legend. He's as well. also an angel. An angel. Like, b- between the two of them, like, I don't know what I would have done. And then the battle started. Wow. <laughs> so yeah. you didn't get to the point where they told you what it was, though? Oh, so I, I ended up, after all of the, the waiting, um, there was a day I got told that 
they thought it was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and there, then there was like two days in between that and being told, no, you're actually all right. It's, um, it's Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah, which is quite a common. You do hear people have that. Yeah, yeah, it's certainly. I was was of everything that I could have had. It's the best. It's the best. best Yeah, yeah. And then it's quite. I feel like a lot of children get. I feel like I hear kids getting that one a bit here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they do. It's it's non-discriminatory. Yeah. It happened to anybody mm. at any at any time. The the wild thing was when I was actually going through the divorce stuff i actually made the comment to her i said you're gonna give me fucking cancer well stress does give you cancer yeah, yeah. and it's like it's just amazing how you can manifest on yeah something and, and, then, you go. and i mean that's probably it's air and you know but yeah and I, we're big believers big believers in that, in that. yeah um, so you get diagnosed but sorry i'm trying to get yeah. to the next question but you get diagnosed and then you have the cancer treatment what's that like chemo stuff like that and working running your own business um look i mean i had to step back obviously um yeah. peter peter jumped in and did so much oh, but i had to keep a brave face for the business and clients to make sure they weren't feeling like oh you know, God, they were kind of sorry where are we at and also for, for the board, for the guys that work with me to make sure they had confidence that we were going to push out of this, and so there was no option to like lie down and just um, and just Play cough down. at it. Yeah. Like it was like you just got to got to soldier on. Um, the first time I went in for chemo, I purposely didn't want to know like what it was. It. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm like, I'm just, just going to feel it. Get it done. Going to yeah. feel it how I feel it. Yeah. It is what it is. I didn't even know what it was. So I went into this room and they're like, they explained to me what was about to happen. So they put a cannula in your arm and then they basically just inject you with radioactive yeah, shit. shit. Yeah. <laughs> and what Poison, does it feel it, like? Yeah. Not getting too deep, yeah, but no, does no, it feel like, weird? No, it does. It, not really. You feel really tired afterwards. Um, but and then, didn't you say you can't sleep very well? They put you on this drug called dexmethasone. Or that's that what sounds me like um, methamphetamine. Well, it is. It yeah. is. It's meth. <laughs> that sounds fun. It's meths and steroids. <laughs> oh, so imagine great an, combo. An angry meth head. <laughs> wow. Oh, okay. That can't sleep. So I got a. I actually got a prescription for for THC and CBD oil. Oh yeah. So I'd, I'd like I'd never. Yeah, I ended My up. My dad's just, on that. It's, yeah. it's actually we're great. all on it's it. Up. Do we all have some of that? They're great advocate for I, without that i would not have been able to get through it and did so, that help you sleep help me sleep and chill it, out and yeah, relax chill yeah. and relax and then the pressure of the work was sort of taken off and i made a conscious a conscious point that i said to one of my friends one day i said oh the this poison they're putting me and she said no no it's not poison she goes it's medicine mm. and i was like i went away from that and i went you know what i said that's it i said now on, from now on, I wake up the day I'm getting chemo. Being like, and I'm, I'm like, step. fuck yeah, this yeah, is the fucking day. I know, day. we have I'm to. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm getting chemo today. This is the medicine fucking day. Killing this that is the devil best in me. day. Yeah. I, like, I looked forward to it. I, I like, think, yeah, yes. it's a great way to look at it because it's actually fucking, yeah. Killing the cancer. It's literally yeah. on war with the cancer. Like, yeah. You know, it's doing yeah. its job. Well, it's trying to. Yeah. So what is your diagnosis today? No, I'm good now. Cancer-free? Cancer-free. It's, wow. re- it's in the bend behind. Yeah, my vibes all around. Yeah. So, yeah. I say this out. It's like in the rearview mirror. And then I'm like, nah, it's in the bend behind. It's yeah. done. Like it's gone. It's done. It's it's gone. gone. So, what's, what's next for Marshall Kane? Uh, we've got some amazing, amazing projects, um, which is great. That's obviously one side of life. The other side of life is to enjoy. Enjoy what, what you know, Don't the work too hard. Yeah, look – it's hard. It's balance, right? Mm, you've yeah. got to, You've got to have balance. There's got to be a healthy balance. And there's also knowing that 
you can go through that and have people around you that support you means that that's how life should be. I mean, I try to make the business and a social environment so that we don't create the issues yeah. that are related to, to the construction industry with a toxic environment. Yeah. Make it so that everyone feels valued and appreciated. If I can create a business where everyone feels like that, I'll be a happy man. And socially, if I can be happy, healthy, live every life, like live every moment like it's potentially your last... And then I think treat people with empathy because you never yeah. know. You know, you'd leave that leave that chemo ward and I would drive myself. So I would drive to work afterwards just to check on the boys and I'd just had all this stuff done. No one knows. Like people no. are beeping at you in traffic. You have no idea Dude, what, the fuck yeah. what that person in front <laughs> so of you is just through. What someone's going through. Yeah. Just be, and be nice to people. Be kind. Be kind. Yeah, 100%. That's a beautiful That's a really nice. I'm really, really into that ending. Uh, it's lovely. Yeah. That's a nice note to end on. Yeah. We can go home it's been, and... Oh, it's been lovely, girl. Um, meditate over it. Yes. Got into meditating. Marshall, thank you. That was beautiful. Thank you. So we're going to finish off with our Collide advice. Yeah, Ella, just to round it you, up. Do you know yours? Oh, Marshall, you can go first because um, I, I need some yeah, time. Yeah, I need some time too. <laughs> All right, Collide advice. Well, I'm going to give a plug to two guys that are both my mates. Mm-hmm. One, if you're in Sydney and you're in Bondi, Go to North Bondi Fish for Tommy's Margarita. 100%. Yeah. Tommy's Margaritas are Tommy's great. Margaritas are the best. Maddie Moran. Yeah, man. You owe me a couple Fine. when I come in. <laughs> um, and adv- collide advice number two, mm-hmm. my hometown, Burley Heads. Yes. God's country. Going. So when you're in Burley, go to the Burley. All right. 100%. So, yep, Benny May. You owe me Tommy's margarita as well, yes, mate. Yes, I'm excited. I'm pumped now. Um, I'm going to re- recommend a TV show. Do you guys know it? You on Netflix? I have. I've started it, but it was a bit weird and freaky. Season three, it's amazing. Okay. I, I I've guess heard if that. you've watched it, you, you, yeah, stalkerish vibes. Okay. And I'm going to recommend Age Athletica. Oh yeah, you love the short short sports bra set. Nice. Really fun. Um, over to me. Well, I just <laughs> forgot. I haven't tried it yet, but it looks bloody good and I love their watermelon oh, yes. mix. The Astamos. Astamos? Passion fruit. Passion fruit margarita mix. Um, and then also I'm going to do a TV show too, Victim on uh, SBS, I think. It's really, yeah, it's pretty Um, right to the end. They have you like wanting more. Good Fine. crime. Great crime show. As you guys know, I love a crime. You love a good crime. <laughs> All right, guys. Over and out yeah. then. We're done. Have a good Bye. one. Bye.